Hi, this is Richard Swart with Information Security and Media Group, publishers of BankInfoSecurity.com and CUInfoSecurity.com. Today we'll be speaking with William Henley, who is the Director of IT Risk Management for the Office of Thrift Supervision. Well, William, what specific guidance and advice can the OTS give thrifts and financial institutions in the development, implementation, and maintenance of policies, procedures, and guidelines regarding technology risk management? Well, Richard, uh, IT risk management is an area that the five uh, federal regulatory agencies try to speak with uh, one voice and display interagency agreement. So I would direct thrifts first to the resources that are available to all financial institutions, and that would be the FFIC IT examination handbook. Now, the cornerstone of success of any financial institution is management. And uh, this booklet, the uh, management booklet, um, addresses the roles and responsibilities of the board of directors, the committees of the board that oversee the IT function and IT senior executives as well as IT line management and business unit managers. A major responsibility of the board and senior management is the development of policies, standards, and procedures. Policies and procedures should be appropriate or tailored for each thrift and enforced by senior management. Also, I would direct the audience to the uh, information security booklet for guidance in developing policies, procedures, and guidance. And uh, finally, for thrifts, um, we would direct uh, them to the uh, OTS examination handbooks. And uh, Section 341 of the examination handbook it maps uh, directly to the FFIC IT handbook, but it's tailored for a smaller and community-based thrifts. And uh, finally, I would um, direct their attention to CEO letter uh, 231 that's addressed to thrifts. Well, Wayne, could you also tell us how the OTS facilitates and monitors the examination function of thrifts, and what are some key areas that are of significant importance in this examination program or process? Okay. Uh, the examination procedures are developed in Washington and implemented by our examiners. And there are five regional offices, and each uh, regional office has a consistent framework with an IT manager that's responsible for evaluating the uh, thrift and service the thrifts and service providers in their geographic area of responsibility. Now, the resource allocation uh, within these regions is risk focused. And there are basically two tra examination tracks that uh, we pursue in, here in the OTS for thrifts with complex risk profiles or for uh, third-party service providers. The IT managers generally assign our senior IT examiners that would use a detailed set of examination procedures for their evaluation. And their uh, examination procedures are based on the FFIC uh, IT examination handbook. Now, for thrifts with a uh, less complex risk profile, uh, generally a safety and soundness examiner would perform that review during the safety and soundness exam, and uh, they would use the IT risk and controls examination procedures found in Section 341 of the OTS examination handbook. Now, the areas that, uh, that we focus on as I said in the, uh, my response to the first question, is it all begins and ends with management. So that's where we put uh, the bulk of our emphasis on. But, uh, you know, the audit uh, and having an independent audit function is also a key area that we look at during our IT uh, examination uh, procedures, as well as the other uh, ERSA component rating areas of uh, development and acquisition, if it's appropriate, in a larger complex thrift and support and delivery.
was wondering if you could also tell us, you know, based on the exams that your agency is conducting, what are some trends that you're seeing in information security management that need to be brought to our audience's attention? Well, the trends are the greater emphasis on information security now with the uh, the passage of the Gramm-Leach-Bliley Act and uh, moving forward to today. Uh, what we see is a greater awareness among financial institutions for information security. And uh, as a result of the uh, passage of the Gramm-Leach-Bliley Act, there have been various interagency guidance pieces that have been uh, released, including the authentication guidance that uh, had an effective date of um, uh, or an effective compliance date of January 1st, 2007, the response program uh, guidance, and a uh, greater general awareness on the part of, uh, of thrifts of recognizing that information is an asset and like any asset of the uh, of the thrift that it has to be protected. Let's talk about another area. Vendor management has been of interest to the financial community for quite some time, but recently an institution's reliance on third-party services is becoming increasingly important. There have been cases recently where system compromises and a service provider have caused financial institutions to activate their incident response program and even notify their customers about breaches and take actions. What are some of the OTS's expectations regarding vendor management and what about incident response programs? Okay, the uh, the OTS expectation regarding vendor, vendor management is clearly defined in Thrift Bulletin 82A. And it states that um, you must retain accountability for any third-party arrangement and determine the strategic role and objectives for the arrangement. The thrifts are responsible for understanding the risk associated with third-party arrangement and ensuring that effective management practices are in place. Uh, A thrift should clearly define each party's expectations and obligations so they are enforceable and the, uh, the risk management process should include the following items. One, an assessment of risk to identify the association's needs and capabilities. Two, due diligence to identify and select a third party. Three, a written contract that states the duties, obligations, contingencies, and responsibilities of the parties and ensures that third parties maintain adequate internal internal controls over activities. Four, policies, procedures, and controls to oversee the third parties' activities and performance. Uh, five, ongoing oversight of third party performance, including periodic assessments of cost, compliance management, acceptability of service levels, and unforeseen risk. And the sixth point, is documentation regarding the periodic assessment of a third party's performance and the due diligence uh, that the thrift performed to arrive at their conclusion. Also, the FFIC handbook, specifically the management booklet and the outsourcing of technology service provider booklet, identify the regulatory expectations for strong vendor management. And uh, the OTS Examination Handbook, uh, Section 341, as I mentioned earlier, maps to um, the the IT handbook, and it encourages strong vendor management programs. Now, uh, with respect to the second part of your question, uh, what are our our expectations for incident response programs? Well, uh, there are three uh, primary components. Um, for incident response programs, 
and that would be an assessment of uh, what data had been exposed in the face of a, a data breach, a containment of the situation, and then contacting the, uh, the OTS following a data breach. And in looking at an incident response program, we would like the, uh, the thrift to be of the mindset that uh, data breaches are an inevitability because uh, a thrift can have a sound data security program, uh, strong policies, and still suffer a compromise of, of um, confidential customer data because uh, threats can come from various sources. They can either be internal or external. They can be from human, technical, or environmental sources, and they can either be um, un intentional or unintentional. And, but following an incident, there are certain steps for damage control that, uh, that can be followed in order to, protect, uh, to reduce the exposure of uh, confidential customer information following, uh, following such a breach. So I, I, as I mentioned, the, uh, the three main points were uh, assessing the nature and scope of the incident, identifying what systems and information have been ac accessed, and then uh, notifying the OTS. Now, after those three steps are, are followed, then uh, there may be four additional steps depending on the results of those steps that, uh, that would need to be addressed, and that would be filing a suspicious activity report, notifying law enforcement in situations involving criminal activity, and uh, containing and controlling the incident to prevent further unauthorized access or misuse, and then finally notifying customers when warranted. Well, as a follow-up to that, what, how would you rate the effectiveness of thrifts at responding to incidents today? To date, I, I would say that uh, thrifts have, uh, have followed our guidance as contained in CEO Letter 214 that outlines the uh, basic components of an incident response program, that we have uh, good relationships uh, between the thrifts and the, the primary level contacts at the regional offices and uh, when necessary and in the event of uh, some of the more serious breaches, the Washington office has been brought into the picture, but, um, but uh, overall their response to, to such breaches has been strong and effective, and you know that's seen by the by the continued confidence in the uh, in the banking system. So that's uh, across charter types. I think that um, compliance with this guidance and recognitions of the importance of the guidance has has helped to maintain a level of uh, consumer confidence in, in the face of um, the growing number of uh, of data breaches uh, across the economy. Well, it's good to know. This is a very hostile environment. It's good to know their institutions are adequately addressing the challenges. Last question for you, William. What advice would you give to someone who's interested in pursuing a career in financial institution regulation? Well, the, the advice that I would give is um, if for students that, um, that are interested, there are various internship programs that are available through the regulatory agencies. We have um, not only summer internship programs, but... Um, part-time and ongoing internship programs during the year that would give them exposure exposure to this field and also um, we're at the OTS we're consistently looking to um, to bring in uh, new employees because we have a very um, uh, experienced and, and senior staff and we want to provide for continuity of um, uh, of staff and so we're always looking out for are always uh, open to bringing in young, talented <clears throat> uh, college graduates and uh, are 
uh, trainee program, examiner trainee program. Well, it sounds like there's lots of good opportunities available out there. Well, thank you for your time today, William. We certainly appreciate your information. Well, Richard, thank you for the invitation to uh, participate on the uh, podcast, and I, I hope that my answers were informative to it for your audience. Are there any other resources that our listeners could go to? Well, uh, the, the resources would be uh, those available on um, the OTS website. That's uh, www.ots.treas or trez.gov, and also the resources available at the FFIC uh, website, the FFIC.gov website. So that contains the various um, CEO letters, thrift bulletins, as well as the uh, links to the FFIC IT handbooks. Well, good resources. Thank you again. Well, thank you for listening to another podcast with the Information Security Media Group. To listen to a selection of other podcasts or to find other educational content regarding information security for the banking and finance community, you can visit www.bankinfosecurity.com or www.cuinfosecurity.com.